Hey, how's it over there? Welcome to the new episode of In Focus. I'm your host Han Jin, and I'll be sharing about the latest happening in Southeast Asia. Stay with me as I try to cover a wide range of topics, but not limited to sustainability, ESG, artificial intelligence, and the built environment. Okay, let's start. Hey, what's up everyone? So now I'm going to give a bit of update from um, Vietnam and uh, there's this organization called Waste 8 and they have launched their, their Zero Waste Cities Challenge which is a project, project that will award £10,000 to innovative business ideas that promote circular economy in three international cities and the, the cities are Johannesburg which is located in South Africa Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam and Guwahati in India. So these three cities have been identified by Waste 8 as areas whereby majority of these waste, right, they end up in landfill or littered in the natural environment. In each of these cities, uh, two winners will be awarded up to £10,000 and provided with business mentoring support to help turn their idea into reality. Waste 8 emphasized that um, they are looking for impactful solutions to keep resources in the loop, uh, which is the, precisely the whole idea of having a circular economy. And also, hopefully, the ideas can create fair opportunities and help cities to grow in a way, in a sustainable way that works for everyone. This project is being funded by sustainable food packaging company Hutamaki as part of its two year partnership with Waste 8. So uh, this uh, company, Hutamaki, uh, they say that this initiative complements their own effort to design for circular economy and also embed su- sustainability in everything that they do, both in their local community and across their glo- global enterprises. So applications for this Zero Waste Cities Challenge are open until June, with the winners expected to be announced in October 2021. Okay, so next up, I have some updates from Thailand. Uh, the, the organization Banyan Tree Group, which is a Singaporean company owned by Mr. Ho Kwan Ping. Uh, so the Banyan Tree Group in Thailand, they are actually encouraging their guests over there to help in restoring their... The, the, they have this program, they call it the Restoring Our Earth, uh, which is the theme of this year's Earth Day uh, falling on Thursday. And they have started this... Uh, an initiative by introducing an Earth Day getaway campaign that offers up to the 35% discounts for stays from Thursday to 5th of May at 39 properties globally. So what what the initiative is about is that uh, with each night's purchase or stay during this period, the Banyan Tree Group will actually contribute USD $2 to Earth, Earth Day dot uh, org and its reforestation program uh, and the canopy project which is an initiative that works with groups around the world to plant trees for a greener future the banyan tree group stated that this tree planting initiative is not really that new to the group because uh, they have actually introduced the greening communities program in 2007 which is an initiative to raise the awareness of climate change and they so far they've planted over half a million trees in local communities where its hotels and resorts operate. And even though international travel has been suspended, the group's guest engagement program 
uh, which is typically typically available during one stay, will actually extend online to continue raising awareness and engagement in uh, such sustainability-related activities. So from Thursday until 14th of May, there'll be a weekly challenge that will be announced on Banyan Tree's Instagram channel, inviting people to share creative efforts to be more environmentally friendly in line with the team, restoring our earth, and participation will get an entry to Lucky Draws for one night stays and winners will be announced every week. Okay, so that's it for my updates from Vietnam and Thailand. Now let's go for a short commercial break and I'll see you in a while. Hey, welcome back. So now let me just start off from Philippines again. So Philippines, they have somewhat started into uh, venture into this sustainability scene as well. And I'd like to give some introduction to two local startups that are making positive impact on their investment. So the first one is Nanotronics. So this company was founded in 2014 as a trading company that supplies advanced material in the semiconductor and electronics industry. But since then, right, Nanotronic, they have pivoted their business into nanotechnology and 3D printing in 2015. And with this move, right, uh, the local tech, this, this local tech startup has produced innovative nanotech product and has come up with solutions that addresses environmental concerns. So uh, this Nanotronics, they actually developed, they have developed a fully biodegradable and reusable face mask and they have developed this together with, with one of Shell's ecosystem partner and this face mask that they have done is made 100% from local materials and they claim that this product will be able to reduce the waste prob problem related to the use of existing face masks which are partly made from synthetic and non-biodegradable plastics. So Nanotronics is also very into R&D and in 2017, this company has got the support and funding from the government to pioneer the, product the production of nanotechnology material using plants in the country. So the vision, the vision for this company is they hope that they would have direct contribution in reducing plastic waste and also to eliminate the need for complex waste man management system, thereby reducing carbon footprint, mitigating climate change impact, and they want to target this next-gen product in the next couple of years. So the next startup that I want to introduce is called this Oro Handmade Innovations and they have been making paper products from sustainable abaca fibers. So in, in from the start, right, they actually catered to local markets while generating uh, quite a few employment opportunities for the women in Oro City and slowly, right, it became a steady source of livelihood for bigger communities in that area and they have started to penetrate global markets. So these women who are being employed by, by this company, they become artisans of hand, handmade stationery, paper fans, bags, boxes during the early days. And as of now, right, they now produce washable paper handicraft for homes, including stuff like lamps, uh, vases, bowls and placemat through its brand indigenous PH. One of Oro Handmade Factory's latest product is this origami face mask biodegradable that is 100% made from abaca paper 
and is 100% biodegradable. So with growing demand of their washable paper product, Oro Handmade need more raw materials and what it has done is they have partner, partnered indigenous farmers in uh, rural areas of Philippines who now supply them with abaca fiber, bamboo sticks, rattan vines, congo, kogo, grass and many more other types of, types of natural materials and this enterprise have started to export their products to US, Europe and Asia. Okay, so next is my update from Indonesia. Uh, the food group group Carry is going to expand its presence in Southeast Asia by building a second manufacturing facility in a place called Karawang, Indonesia. So this new facility is going to represent Carry's largest ever capital investment in this region and is going to expand Carry's taste offering uh, to the entire region. It will be Carrie's second manufacturing site and the third facility in Indonesia. So it, it, it was reported that there will be a wide range of flavor technologies that will be manufactured in Karawang and this will allow the new site to support Carrie's fast-growing taste business and its food F&B system across all food categories which in includes beverages and snacks and which is among the fastest growing and used market for Carrie. So interestingly, Kerry has made sure that sustainability is on top of mind. So they have made sure that the design of these new facilities includes an on-site wastewater treatment plant. And this meets the criteria of Kerry's Beyond the Horizon sustainability strategy, uh, which will help them to achieve new standards in the consumption of energy and water with significantly lower CO2 emission and no waste to landfill. So this construction has already started and it's reported that the plant will be operational in late 2022. So Kerry believes that this new facility is going to strengthen their competitiveness in this region, Southeast Asia, and they want to aim to bring they want to aim to expand their portfolio of solution and to bring an authentic tasting product to Southeast Asia. They say that the Southeast Asian market taste market is valued at about 900 million pounds and they believe that you'll continue to have a strong growth with a huge opportunity for further development and innovation okay so that's it for for my updates stay safe stay healthy and i'll see you in the next episode Hey people, thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please remember to subscribe to my channel. And also, please like, rate or comment on my podcast to let me know what else you'd like to hear. As usual, stay safe and healthy and see you in the next episode. Bye people!